friends, welcome to the Inspiring Honey Show today. I'm so excited to be able to have this conversation with you on the podcast, and I'm very, very excited to be talking about today's topic, which is what it means to live a blessed life. Now, this topic, I think, can be refreshing to actually dive into from a biblical perspective at any time throughout the year, no matter what season it is. But right now, when I'm recording this, it's the week before Christmas, and we are in the full holiday swing. We are seeing so many different people um, celebrating with different traditions and just seeing hashtag blessed a lot. And I really just wanted to dive into what it means to live a blessed life biblically, not by world standards, not by a fruity, progressive, fluffy standard, but truthfully by scripture. What does God say is a blessed life? How would that be determined by the Bible? I am just so excited to be able to talk about today's topic with you guys, and this is actually inspired from a sermon my pastor, or one of my pastors at church, preached a few weeks ago, and I'm going to share with you three of the points that he shared with our congregation about what it means to live a blessed life. But before we even do that, I just want to share something that's been really heavy on my heart about blessings and living a blessed life. All too often on social media and all too often within Christianity and the Christian culture today, there's an increasingly amount of self-focused teaching, progressive Christianity, where it's taking the focus off the preaching and putting it onto ourselves and looking inward and what can we have and what can we get. And it's really emotional based and really self-focused. And there's actually scripture I want to read to you about it really, really quickly. That comes from 2 Timothy 4.3. And like always, anytime you're listening to this podcast and you hear me bring up a Bible verse, I really want to encourage you to read it with me. If you're able to pull up this verse on your phone or in your hard copy Bible and read with me 2 Timothy 4.3. If you're not able to read it right now, make a note to read it later. So 2 Timothy 4 verse 3, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation and it is this. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will tell them whatever itching ears want to hear. This is a piece of scripture that God has been increasingly putting heavy onto my heart. Maybe for the last two years, I want to say, this verse is constantly being pressed into my heart and being pressed for me to share. And today, we're going to be talking about what it means to be living a blessed life. And I just want to encourage you to make sure that all the doctrine that you believe and all the teaching that you're sitting under does not itch your ears, that it's not just what you want to hear, that it's not fluff, but it's actually truth of the gospel, that it's not self-focused, but it's Christ-focused, that it's not telling you about what you can get and what it means to be blessed in a worldly sense from a worldly perspective, but from a Jesus-focused perspective, from somebody who's actually following Christ and what it means to follow Christ and, and call yourself a Christian is not just to have feelings or emotion, but to live 
by what the Bible says, because the Bible is God's holy word, and to accept Jesus as our Savior. And to do that, we have to die to ourselves, which scripture says, and live for Christ alone. So in living a blessed life, it has nothing, nothing to do with what we can accumulate. It has nothing to do with the riches of this earth or things we could do, but simply with the blessing of knowing Christ alone. A piece of scripture I again want to read to you before we get into what it means to be a blessed life is James 1. 17. And this really helps put our mind into a perspective and um, just know what our good gifts are in, in this life. Um, and James 1.17 reads, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. And just reading that back to understand it. Every good and perfect gift is from above. So we know from reading this piece of scripture that everything good in our life is from God and it comes down from God. It does not change who he is because he is not changing like shifting shadows. God is not changing like the shifting shadows of this world. This world is constantly changing We are guaranteed that tomorrow will not be the same as today. We are guaranteed that things are going to change. This world is is not constant. The only constant we have is is knowing God and knowing Jesus as our Savior. The things we have in this world could be here today and gone tomorrow. If we are, are rooting how we see blessings Based on things we have, we're going to be sadly, sadly mistaken because those things can be taken from us in a second. Living a blessed life has nothing to do with things that we have or the circumstances of our life, but simply just because of the blessing that we have in knowing Jesus. Now, when one of our pastors at church was sharing about what it means to live a blessed life, he was sharing and taught from Psalms 34. And Psalms 34 is oh so good. If you have never read this scripture, even if you have read this scripture, I want to encourage you today or tomorrow in your quiet time when you have time to read scripture, open up to Psalms 34 because it is going to encourage you. It is just going to speak to your heart and encourage you and just help you praise the Lord and feel even more blessed. Now, Psalms 34 was written by David, and when you read it, you can't help but see how he is just praising the goodness of God. He is just praising God and how good he is and how wonderful he is. And you might jump to the conclusion and think, well, this must have been written at a time when David's life was going great. He's thanking God, so he must be having a good life. Actually, this piece of scripture was written at one of David's lowest points in his life. And for context, we can look back at 1 Samuel um, verses 10 through 15. But David was in a, a really bad situation and he was in a town. He was actually in Goliath, the, the giant from the story, David and Goliath. He was actually in Goliath's town. And he ended up being taken captive and he had a 
act like a crazy person because he was afraid for his life. And once he acted like a crazy person, they let him go. And then he was on the run for his life. And he wrote Psalms 34 while he was on the run, specifically when he was in a cave with fugitives. So this man was not at a great point in his life. He was in despair and, and going through some very difficult things. And when he wrote Psalm 34, he actually used each letter in the Hebrew alphabet to praise the Lord and write a song. And to live a blessed life is to live a life of godly gratitude. To see the goodness of God and to live what we want to call, quote unquote, a blessed life. What it means to be blessed is to first and foremost acknowledge the goodness of God. And how we can acknowledge the goodness of God is simply by blessing God and speaking a good word of God. When we go out and talk to people, we praise our Lord. When we're having conversations, we praise our Lord. We praise our Lord in our hearts. And we humble ourselves to know that every good and perfect gift we have because of God. And then to be able to know that He is so good. And because we know that all the good gifts in our life are because of Him, we're able to have humble hearts and praise Him with gladness. The second part in living a blessed life is understanding that the Christian life is better together. It's better when we're joined in community with believers and encouragement. I know personally what an impact it has had on me being in godly community, under sound biblical teaching, and being around other believers. It is just so incredible and amazing. I remember a time in my life when I was in church, but I did not have a good community around me. And I honestly really wasn't super plugged in. I mean, I was, but I didn't have people who I considered my friends. And the people I did consider my friends weren't really true friends. And I I thought to myself, well, that's nice that all these other people have true friends or seemingly have true Christian friends, but I guess that's not just for me. I guess I'm just never going to have that group of girls that I can count on. And I remember being really sad about it, but just kind of assuming it as a fact and kind of going on and then just praying that the Lord would bring me friends that I could count on. And I can say that God, God has done that. I feel so blessed by the community that the Lord has put in my life because now I do have women that I can turn to that are my closest friends that encourage me in all areas of my life, but most importantly, are always pointing me back to the cross. And I say that because I know so many of you in the Inspiring Honey community are always reaching out because you have community online and you know you belong within the Inspiring Honey community, but in your own life and in your life outside of this online community, you feel like you don't have those connections. You feel like you're either not in a solid Bible teaching church or you feel you're having a hard time finding one or you're having a really hard time finding that group of women and that group of people who can push you closer to the Lord. And that's why I shared 
that little encouragement of, I was at a point where I thought I was never going to have friends that were godly friends who were going to point me to Jesus and, and be people that I could really count on. But God delivered. And I just want to encourage you to pray and God will deliver and God will bring those people into your life. But until then, if you feel lonely, if you feel like you're not in community, I want to encourage you to just pour into the Lord and lean into him to ask him to bring community into your life, but to actively seek it out and ask God for discernment. If you're visiting a new church, ask God for discernment. Hold everything up, no matter what church you're in, no matter how long you've been there, to the word of God. And the third part in understanding what it means to live a blessed life is to commit ourselves to righteousness. Now, I really like this point because my pastor said something that was really, really good. And I wrote it down and I want to share it with you. And he said, as Christ followers, we don't do the right thing for a reward. We do it because it's the right thing to do. And I wrote that down and it's something that I want to teach my kids. It's one of those things that I hope over time becomes a saying of mine. Because I love that. We're not doing the right thing because we're, we're seeking anything out of it. We're doing the right thing because it's simply the right thing to do. Because we have a good heart attitude and because we're seeking to serve others, because we want to do the will of God. So we do it because it's the right thing to do. And it doesn't matter if anybody sees it. It doesn't matter if we get a reward. It doesn't matter if blessings, worldly blessings th- flow from it. We did the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Now, in this life, we're going to have many afflictions. We're going to have many trials. And I'm sure that you've already gone through a trial. Maybe you're even going through one now. But in those trials, we can still be blessed because God delivers. God delivers us from our pain. And we are blessed because of our gift that we have in Christ. And I can tell you, Anytime I've gone through a trial or something really hard, that has been one of the most blessed seasons of my life because I have needed to learn to rely on the Lord the most. I remember when I had cancer and we didn't know if I was going to make it day to day and I, I had to rely on the Lord's strength in so many different areas of my life. Then I remember when my husband and I first got married and had a baby and we had no idea what the heck we were doing. I was exhausted beyond belief. We were really trying to establish a life and we did not have much at all. So we both had to rely on the Lord for strength, for provision in so many different areas. And there's been so many times since that I can think of a million examples for you where I have needed to rely on the Lord alone. And in those times, the most blessings have have come. Because in our despair and in our weakness, Christ is made strong. There's actually a scripture that that says that, that in our weakness, God is made strong. It's actually 2 Corinthians 12, 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is perfected in weakness. Mm, That is so good and so powerful because in our weakness, his power is made perfect and our blessings are not linked 
to this world or the season of life that we're in or the things that we we have, our blessings are simply linked because we have Jesus. He is our greatest blessing and, and knowing Jesus is what determines us having a blessed life. This life simply does not matter if we don't have the hope of Christ. It would be so empty and and. I can't even imagine going through this life and not having the hope of, of knowing Christ and not having the hope of eternity with him. Psalms 56 says, I shall not be afraid. My trust is in God. And I want to encourage you, no matter what you face, to not be afraid, but just to trust in God and trust that you are living a blessed life if you know Jesus and if you've accepted Jesus as your savior simply because Jesus is the greatest gift we could have ever had. Living a blessed life is not about the things we accumulate, but the greatest gift we are given in Jesus Christ. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time and hanging out with me on today's podcast episode. I really hope that this was inspiring and encouraging to you and just helped point you back to the cross and inspire you to live by God's truth. If you have any questions about today's episode, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review below. I can't wait to connect with you guys on social media all week at Inspiring Honey on Instagram and connect with you on my website at inspiringhoney.com. We'll talk soon.